In the previous year, we discussed various forms of kinyanim, various conditions that are needed for kinyanim. In today's year, we'd like to discuss real estate transactions. Now, as we mentioned, real estate transactions are nikna, like the Mishnah says in Kedushin, the first parak, nechasim sheyesham achrayis, nechasim that are considered uh, properties that can have a lien on them, which is basically real estate. That's a kind of item that needs to be nicknamed in one of three ways. The kasef, b'shtar, b'chazaka, with money, or with a document, or with a chazaka. Now, a document in the context of the Mishnah meant that you write, I am selling you this property, I, Ruben, am selling Shimon this property right here. Sometimes you can write a shtar, which is a proof that you sold it. In other words, Ruben paid Shimon kasef, which was, the Kenyan number one mentioned in the Mishnah. But as proof of sale, you write a star, right? Because what's the proof of sale? The, the, the cash can just be taken by Shimon, put in his pocket, it can turn around tomorrow and tell Ruben, I don't know what you're talking about, I never sold you this piece of land. Right? There are many stories like that. So therefore, there's a concept of making a star raya, or making a raya that you sold something. So, aside from being a shtar kinyan, you can also use a shtar as a shtar raya. When a person has a kinyan of real estate, in countries that require a contract, the kinyan is not going to be completed unless there's a contract. Even though the Mishnah tells us that kesef is a valid form of kinyan for karka, nonetheless, that's only in a place that they don't write a star. They don't require a star as proof of Kenyan Karka. But if they require a star as proof of Kenyan Karka, the Kasef is not going to do the trick. Says the Mechaber in Simakov Tzadi Siv Zayin, Ba'medwar ma'murim she'kona be'kasef uvadoi. Where do we say that Karka is nikna just with Kasef? That's only b'mokim she'ein derech lichter star. That's only in a place that it's not the custom to write a star. But in a place where it is the custom to make a star, until he actually makes a star. So we see from here, the Mechaber says, that in a place that people write a star as proof of ownership, that they own this item, he's not going to be kinda, uh without this um, star. Now this could also be in a star kinyan, as in the Chedushim, the Sivas and Chedushim writes. So, Kanyot, Acha Yichter Vesheshtar, says in the Sivas, Vimdaka Lichter Shtar Kinyan, Enoi Koyna Rach Mishas Ksivas Shtar. Vimdaka Lichter Shtar Raya, Osha Koyna Vesheshtar, Koyna Mephrey Mishas Ksivas Akasav Vesheshtar. What's in the Sivas telling us? And the Sivas is saying like this. And the Sivas is saying, we have two things over here. We have a Kasav and we have a Shtar. What's the Kinyan here? Is it the Kasav or is it the Shtar? So the Mishnah had said in Kedushan that there's a Shtar Kenyan where you write, I, Reuben, I'm selling you Shimon this piece of land. That's a Shtar Kenyan. Then there's a Shtar Raya that says this piece of paper attests to the fact that there was a sale between Reuben and Shimon. It wasn't used to actually transfer the property. It's just a proof. So any, if a country requires either of those Shtaris, you're not going to be kind of with Kasef unless you have those Shtaris. However, there's going to be a difference at which point the transfer of property took place. If it's a star Kenyan. That means to say there's a requirement that you can only transfer property with 
a shtar kidian like mentioned in the Mishnah Kedushin. So the giving of money is not going to transfer anything. It's not going to do anything. You're going to need the shtar to do the actual kidian. So if let's say the shtar was given three days later, the, the transfer of land only will be finalized three days later. However, if the Kenyan was Kesef, just they need Shtaraya for the records to know that this was a sale. In that case, the halacha is that the sale is retroactive to the time of transferring of the funds. The money, the transfer of the funds, that's when the sale is valid. And even though there's a requirement to have a Shtar, because or else they don't, they don't feel comfortable with the sale, but it's going to only, it's just going to re- to strengthen or to reawaken the Kenyan Kesef that you did before. So that's the Kenyan Kesef that the person is going to make. And that's, and that's going to require the Shtar if that's the custom of the land. So now there's an extensive discussion among the Paiskim in the modern real estate transaction. Would it be recognized in Halacha without a valid transfer of title? If you don't have a transfer of title, will it work Without recording, uh, without um, without any 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 transfer. In other words, will the sale of the real estate work without this deed? Right. We know that real estate gets recorded in the township. There's a deed. Without the deed, how will it work? So the there's the Pesach Chayshin discusses and brings this down, and the Pesach Chayshin says that there's a machlokes apayskim if people sold sold karka and they didn't write it in the Tabu in Earth as well, apparently the title agency is called a Tabu. Imchala Kinyan is the Kinyan going to be valid? Now, so therefore we have to understand we'll, how, this, how this will play into the halacha that the Mechaber had just said. Says the Pisei Chayshan, Ubechazanish Likutim Simen Tazayin, Ubechazanish Likutim writes, Don Barucha, Bedid Mechiris Karka, Beli Rishon Batabu Imkano. If you sell karka without recording the deed, is the karka kaina is the land transferred from Ruben to Shemin, from the seller to the buyer? The focus of of the discussion there seems to be that it's dependent. If that's the custom of the land, well, she thought the ain't dina the malchusa meinea levnei yisrael ladon al pi din taira. Dina malchusa will not withhold the. Let's say they decided that they're going to make a sale which they specify is going to work without being recorded in the township, in the deed, that it should work. So the Chazan says it's sad that it's going to work no matter what. And even we're going to say that we can assume that the, uh, the Lekech didn't want it without recording it, uh, recording this deed. The Mecha has the right to record this deed. That if that's the custom, how could you override the custom? Many people don't follow Allah. 
we could say such a svar as Einoi. Why? She ain't some ikra din levatel kinyan deraisa mepnei smichas das elamit hakaras alchamim. Yeah, we'll skip to the words ulanias daiti, the abbreviation. Yesh laim bezeh. So bezmanenu nir shadina de machus alurshem betabu ain't rotten hamachus bilvad b'leitam. It would seem to indicate from the discussion we just said that the custom of the country is some kind of mishagas, uh, I guess you could say, that the king has. Says the Pesachosh, it's not true. It's not because it's some kind of mishagas. Rather, it's the people. In order for the country to operate, you need to record the deed. Or else they'll just turn around and sell the property to somebody else. Right? Even if we don't we're not afraid to the point that he's going to sell a mamash the Brooklyn Bridge. He might use it for a mashkin. He might claim to a, to some kind of lender that he has access to this property and he'll put it as collateral on some kind of mortgage that he's taking. And then when, when he doesn't have money, he'll default on the mortgage. What's going to happen? They're going to come and take it away and basically he's going to lose a cackle. So therefore, says the Pesachoshan, um, that that there's a very big mockum to say that without recording the deed with the township, they don't have the proper smichas das, and yes, it would fall under the discussion of the mechaber that if the, that's the minig of a place to write a star, and they didn't write a star, so it's not going to be valid. The sale, the transfer of the karka is not going to be valid because they don't want to sell or buy unless there's a recording of the deed with the township. Now, one of the most important halachas and halachas kenyanim is the one we're going to introduce right now, and that is the discussion of a setumta. Now, coming off the heels of, of Minig, of Minig Medina, which we just mentioned, setumta is basically the arch-typical Minig Medina kind of Kenyan. What is a setumta? So the Gemara says in Bab Metziah that I endowed him an Aleph. Hais Amr Rafapi Mishmei the Rava. Rafapi said in the name of Rava. Hais Situmta Kanya. This Situmta, which means literally this mark that they make on the barrels, they made some kind of mark. It's kind of it's enough to transfer the ownership of the barrels. Lamai Hilchasa. What is this Negeya to? Yeah. So we'll skip to the last. Uh, to four lines from here before the two dots. In a place where they use this mark to actually transfer ownership, it's kind So the Gemara says that this new kind of kidney called a Setumta is kind What is a Setumta? A Setumta, says Rashi, is an accepted trade custom, meaning to say a minig has that it's a custom among the Seichrim, the businessmen, that they accepted that this trade custom, this business of marking the barrels, are ways of knowing who bought the barrels. So let's say you have a huge warehouse full of wine barrels, and they take orders from the retailers. Every time an order from a retailer comes in, they'll make a mark on the barrels. Let's say a blue mark would be for, for this retailer, or a red mark for that retailer, and, and so on, or different kinds of marks for each one. When, when, and they keep them there and they ship them as needed throughout the, let's say, the season, that mark is already a Kenyan to the retailer. It already belongs to the retailer at that point. Like Rashi says, Situmta, 
They make all the marks on the barrels because they buy a lot together. And they leave them in the warehouse of the owner. And then they take them one at a time to sell the chanos. The and therefore they make the marks on these barrels in the warehouse. And all the ones that are marked off are nimka. So we, this is a Kenyan called Zetumta, which is based on Minig Medina, which means to say a Minig that evolved among the trade, the, the market at that time is accepted as, a, as a, a valid trade practice to make these marks, it would work. Now in the diamond market today, there's a famous handshake called Mazel Abracha, even the Goyim do it. That handshake is known as a Zetumta. It would be a Kenyan. It will be recognized by Halacha as a valid Kenyan. It's not a Mashiach, it's not a Hagbah, it's nothing. What is it? How does it work? It works because it's a Kenyan. Of what? A Kenyan of Satumta. It means to say a, 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 a new, an accepted form of Kenyan in the market today. So this provides a very big um, opening to recognize all the kinyanim, or almost all the kinyanim that take place in the market today. So even though a person doesn't know anything about Mashiach or Agbar, all he knows is how to click the words I accept on the computer, or he swipes his credit card, or he, he pays with a check, or whatever form of, of uh, payment he's using, or, or manner of kidney he's using, if that's accepted in that country, if it's normally done in that country, and that's a way of recognizing a transfer. So Chazal recognized that custom as a valid form of transferring ownership. It's considered valid das and a nice Kenyan if a person had the intention to sell it and or buy it with that Kenyan. And therefore, it's going to be recognized. So Shem, next week's Shiurim um, will be going a little bit into this, this din of Satumta, and understanding how this applies in the contemporary market today, and this is